Welcome everybody to the Dream Bonus podcast. I am super excited for the upcoming interview. Today we have Alexander Kena. Alexander is a efficiency expert, an entrepreneur, a networker whose purpose is to connect and unite purpose-driven individuals to co-create a more conscious and sustainable world. In 2019, Alexander founded Win Mastermind as a business network for especially purpose-driven entrepreneurs. And early this year, he co-founded GaiaNet. And the vision is to create the ultimate purpose-driven social network where individuals and project leaders come together to share resources and uplift new earth projects. This is super inspiring. And I'm very excited to break down the why, the how, and the what of Alexander's innovative, and I would perhaps also say a very disruptive vision about building these purpose-driven networks. So I think it's absolutely inspiring what he is doing. And would also love to know more about his transformational journey. So, Alex, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. <laughs> it's an honor to have you here, man. And perhaps it's good to know for, for people that, that are listening, like, like how we met, first of all, because I think that's a very good representation of uh, who you are and, and, and what you do. So, I think it was 2019 when I was in the Netherlands. It was summer. And I was browsing on the web for networking events and for personal growth and these kind of things. And then I came across uh, a networking event of you and said like speed date networking for purpose-driven entrepreneurs. And I was like, wow, you know, finally an event where people can come together who are hard-driven, who want to really take action for the things that they are doing, but also want to build impact at the same time and want to meet these beautiful people. And I went to the event and met a lot of amazing people. Uh, we had very meaningful conversations with the people that were there. And so that was really, really cool. And that's, that's how we met. That's how we kept in touch. And I'm now part of your network as well, Win Mastermind, which is absolutely amazing. And before we start talking about you building your networks uh, and what you do in this to, to connect all these purpose-driven people, uh, I think it's cool to know a bit more about who Alexander is and why you actually took that initiative to start building these, um, these beautiful networks right now. So take us back in time. Who is, who is Alexander? Where are you coming from? Oh, what a question. Who is Alexander? <laughs> I'm searching to that, for the answer already for 36 years and I still don't really know. <laughs> But I'm getting a little step closer every year, every day. Um, I like to say that my life really began when I was 23 years old and I moved to Prague, Czech Republic. After I graduated, I studied in Rotterdam uh, business. So I did a master in logistics, so supply chain management yeah. and in human resource management. School was always easy for me. I'm a fast learner. I process information easily. I taught myself how to read when I was little. And so my entire school life, I just worked on passing to the next grade. And that was very simple for me. So the rest of the time, I was just outside playing sports, football, tennis. When there was bad weather, I would go inside, play Risk, Monopoly, these kind of strategy games. Um, never Lego or technical stuff. <laughs> I'm not built for that. For me, it's about strategy games. When I was 23 and I graduated, I wanted to go abroad. So something told me it's time to get out of here. It's time to expand my horizon. 
I did a study trip already for two weeks to Ukraine, which was very random. You know, suddenly I made this long bus trip to Ukraine and it opened my worldview. So when I moved to Prague, Czech Republic, um, already after a few weeks, a life-changing event happened. It was uh, actually in a moment that a colleague of mine, a girl, her name was Marike, she was Belgian. She was also living in Prague for a year. She asked me a question. She wanted my advice. She said, Alexander, I need to ask you something. Yesterday, I spoke with my boyfriend who is still in Belgium while I'm here in Prague. And he told me he's reading a book on how to pick up girls. Should I be worried that he's going to be cheating on me? Mm -hmm. I don't remember what I answered and probably wasn't the best advice. But I <laughs> did remember thinking, I need to get my hands on that book. Why did nobody tell me there's a book on how to pick up girls? Why am I messing around in the bar for the last seven years, <laughs> hoping for something to work out? And it turns out I can take full control. I can just learn this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, it was this simple book that opened my eyes to the whole personal development scene. Suddenly I started to understand that I can reprogram my mind. I can upgrade my being so that I feel calmer in situations where I would normally be nervous. So that I feel confident talking to strangers. So that I can really find my own path in life. And as of that moment, when I realized that, a shift happened inside of me. And every day my focus was on what can I learn today? Not what can I produce or what should I do, but what can I learn? And so mm -hmm. it created this extra dimension to life where I would experience situations. I would go to work. I would do my things. I would do my presentations. I would work with my teams. But I would all also see myself do it from a meta position and constantly apply things that I read in books, heard in podcasts. Every spare 15 minutes, half hour, I would listen to books. I would just, whatever challenge was in front of me, I would find an expert, listen to the books, read it, apply it. I studied this stuff two, three hours per day for years and years, constantly upgrading myself. Awesome. I think, I think that's very interesting. So that's, how, that's how it began. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's very interesting because, you know, personal growth plays also such an integral part of, um, of my life and also applying all the knowledge that's, that's in the books and, and actually start doing it, right? Because that, that's where you're talking about. It's not just like reading it, but also start living it out, start practicing, start experimenting with it. I think that is super important. Um, can you perhaps tell us a bit more about um, how you, because you worked in corporate as well, and now you're an entrepreneur, like how you took the step to, to go from corporate to being an entrepreneur? Like what was a defining moment for you to, to leave corporate and, and, and build that journey that you're so passionate about? Yeah, for me, it went in uh, several small steps. So first off, like corporate is just where I happened to end up. Um, both my parents were employees, um, pretty much everyone around me. I, I didn't even realize until about age 16, 18 or something that something like entrepreneurs exist, that there needs to be somebody who starts a company <laughs> before it is like just there. And that's the world I come from. 
Um, the personal development journey really opened my mind to alternative ways of living. I would listen to podcasts and hear all these people who just do whatever they want all the time. And I'm like, why do I need to go to the office uh, for, from like nine, nine to five? I don't want to do this my entire life. I want to break free. And just for me, it was really about freedom. And, and later it, it also added this dimension of adventure mm-hmm. and human connection. But first of all, it was about freedom. So um, I did pretty well in corporate life. First in uh, Accenture, I was leading a couple of teams. They were very happy with me. I applied everything I learned about communication, psychology. So I was one of the few bosses who didn't see themselves as a boss and who actually said, hey, just I'm just one of the team. And I, like upper management listens to me so tell me what you want and i will get it done with the big guys so that's how i was friends with my team they loved me and i helped them perform better and so upper management was also happy that's how i already gained more freedom um, i learned time management really really learned time management into the smallest detail as i realized the life I live, the effect I have very much depends on how I invest my 24 hours every day. So building these skills already created freedom in the sense that I didn't need overtime anymore. The other team leaders needed 10, 11 hours to do their job. I got it done in eight. Wow. And I got the best performance reviews. The teams were happy. The teams got good results. So, so that created already some space, you know, in my spare time to play around with, to, to study next steps, to study business, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, after four years, I moved to Brussels, Belgium, started to work for a big bank. And over there, <laughs> I, I, I left the first one because I was a bit disappointed with the level of thinking and operating, you know. People were just winging it, most of them. And... I was disappointed by that. When university, I learned that everybody knows exactly what they are doing. I was ready for the big world where everything is arranged perfectly. But, well, nothing is further from the truth. And so when I entered that big bank, I realized, wow, things are even slower over here. Luckily, I didn't have to manage any teams there. I was just a project manager, program manager. And so I did my work in 25 hours a week, 30 hours a week, got the highest performance reviews, got all my work done. So on my work from home day, I didn't have to work. I just had to be online and answer questions and emails. The rest of the time I was free to study business, how to start a blog, how to build an audience, how to create a product, how to sell that product. And I realized, wow, there's just like these step-by-step things and I'm great with processes. So give me the steps and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so in my spare time, I wrote a book on time management. I started to write blogs for a big uh, website in Belgium. That's where I got readers from. Started to send newsletters and started to play around with earning additional income. Understanding that if I master this skill, I can be where I want when I want, with who I want, all the time. And yeah, that's the freedom I was looking for. It took one step in between before I really made the plunge. So Mm -hmm. I did it next to my full-time job in the big bank until one day a startup company from the Netherlands called. They were growing very fast. They were doing great in the Netherlands and they needed somebody to set up Belgium. 
So I had a couple of meetings. It felt great. I loved the adventure. It felt like we were pirates, you know, making our own rules, reinventing the way business is done, reinventing the way we work with each other. We had so much fun in our first meetings already. So I realized, yeah, this is perfect. Now I joined a fast growing company. We grew from 20 to 95 people in one and a half year time while I was there. And so being in that environment, being close to the actual entrepreneurs, seeing that entrepreneurial game, yet having monthly income, mm. well, it didn't come every month because we were on the edge of, uh, <laughs> of uh, you know, we were going very fast. So the cash flow wasn't always there for uh, all the salaries. Mm-hmm. But that's a different story. It created for me the safe space to, to, to experience that life, but not be the sole responsible person. Then finally, after working there for two years, I decided to resign because I wasn't agreeing anymore with uh, some of the decisions of the CEO. He put a lot of pressure on the teams. I had crying people on the phone. I didn't see it get better. In fact, I saw it get worse because of the things he decided. So I said, you're going to have to do this without me. That was very sensitive moment because I was living in Belgium with my wife at the time. Mm -hmm. We decided to move to the Netherlands to be at the head office of that company because I was in the CEO overall running pretty much the entire company on the inside. And in a week of moving, I resigned. So we arrived in the Netherlands (laughs) in a new home. We canceled our life in Belgium. No more job, no more income. Um, The company went downhill after that as well. So also money I was owed for shares. Big amount of money never came. There we were in the Netherlands with nothing planned, nothing available, just us in a beautiful house. That's when I said, okay, now I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Now I'm going to do it myself. I am done with working for other people because I just (laughs) kept on being this. How how was that feeling that you just, you know, you decided to quit, leave literally everything behind and start a complete new life? Um, How was that feeling for you? Was it scary? Did you feel completely free to tell us a little bit about that? For me personally, it it wasn't so scary. I had done it already twice before when Mm -hmm. I moved from Netherlands to Prague. I left everything behind and I just built a new life from one suitcase. Then when I moved from Prague to Brussels, it was similar. Um, Of course, I had my girlfriend by my side at the time, later my wife, and now my ex-wife. Um, and actually now a few weeks ago I again took the plunge and I moved to Brazil again leaving everything behind coming here with one suitcase and I noticed for me personally I am just focused on what's there I'm just focused on the future so I'm excited about what I'm stepping into what I'm getting involved with Mm. and I'm not that, that much focused on what I leave behind you know anytime you focus on what is not there that's a rest recipe for feeling depressed so i like to focus on what is there and just keep moving forward that's that's such a great insight i I love that so keep moving forward that's really cool because often we tend to focus on what we do not have exactly what what you say and then we are afraid to give up or to to give in and that makes us nervous and perhaps makes us doubt whether we should make great decisions for for ourselves and i know you took some like tough decisions in your life like you just said uh, you moved to brazil you, you sold your house even as an entrepreneur um you divorced 
you took some some big decisions. You went from corporate to being entrepreneur. And I think when we talk when we're talking about being, let's say, in your full and on your authentic self, like living out your purpose, like going more on your path. What does that mean for you, especially when you're building these purpose-driven networks? What does it mean to be purpose-driven to you? For me, it's very much about acting in accordance with deeper truths. So first of all, there's some universal laws that govern everything that happens in this world. And law of attraction, for example, uh, law of reciprocity. The more you give, the more you receive. I never learned that in school. But as soon as I realized that that is a natural law of the universe, I focused on, okay, how can I give as much as I can to the world? Hmm. And I realized that I can give more when I become more. Yeah. When I transform myself into a more whole, more complete being, I can give more. My glass is overflowing. My energy is overflowing. So every conversation I enter, every interaction I have, I bring energy. I bring space. I give. I help people because I have myself sorted out on the inside. These voices of doubt on the inside that were running my life when I was younger pretty much got rid of them. Did a lot of meditation. Also, um, recently, I had some experience with ayahuasca. Massive, oh, wow. massive. I call it a meeting with my higher self. It's like in, 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 these, in such a ceremony, I just burst through all these layers of, of ego and, and fear and limiting beliefs. And I feel connected to my higher self, mm-hmm. this divine power. Now, I know these words may scare off some people. And I was the same five years, six years, seven years ago. But this path of continuously searching the truth and being willing to drop any belief and replace it with something new. If I believe that that works better, that that is more true, that radical open-mindedness of being willing to let go of everything I believe, everything I built up and step into something that is truer. I think that that is at the core of my personal growth. Wow. That that's deep, man. And how do you feel about, you know, being completely authentic like being that purpose driven being that free um how do you constantly make those decisions like how do you keep experimenting to basically be yourself do you what are basically three things that you that you did a long time to to become more purpose driven great question there's a couple of rules i (laughs) live by i would love to know more about that Tell us. Yeah. So one rule I started to live by about eight years ago is when in doubt, go for it. So when somebody invites me somewhere, when there's an idea like for a trip to make or an activity to do or an adventure to go on, when in doubt, I go for it. And so that has brought me to some of the craziest places, craziest situations, most beautiful Uh, events just because I expose myself to a new experience step out of my comfort zone put my nervous system 
in that environment, in that situation. And that's how my body system, my mind system gets upgraded. It gets integrated with something completely new. So living outside the comfort zone Mm -hmm. is a big one. And this rule, when in doubt, go for it, helped me a lot. And don't apply this when you buy clothes, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you go shopping for clothes, you want to be 100% sure. <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay. Another rule uh, that I live by for almost two years now, it started 1st of January 2019, st- when I started my own surrender experiment. And this was um, inspired by the book of Michael Singer, The Surrender Experiment. Mm-hmm. That book really touched me. And it was 1st of January 2019. I'd set goals for the year. It didn't feel right. I felt it just feels forced. You know, I can now force myself the whole year to do these things, achieve these goals. But what if the universe is something greater in store for me? Mm-hmm. What if this is just my mind coming up with these things? And the universe has a different path in mind. I realized based also on Eckhart Tolle's work, that all there is is the present moment, the now. When you think about the future, when you think about the past, you're in your mind. You're not in your body. You're not in your nervous system. You're not in the moment. So I started to live by the rule, surrender. I tell myself 100 times per day, surrender. When I'm thinking, when I'm stuck in my mind, I just let go step back into the moment and I flow with whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. That's my second rule. Takes away all the filters, all the overthinking. Instead of the mind running the show, it's not a body, just being in a moment, doing what feels right. And yeah. you know, sometimes I say or do something stupid, but not that many times usually whatever comes out kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. and again this creates so much freedom when i stop double checking with my mind like is the thing i'm going to be doing or saying now is it the perfect thing no i just let it flow i start a sentence and i have no clue how it will end but i trust that my system will produce something useful and i think that this is one of the biggest steps toward authenticity Wow. Every that, person who values authenticity, start by surrendering your mind. Stop overthinking. Start just being. It's really okay. And people who judge you for it, well, they're probably not meant to be in your life anyway. Can we just quickly, I just quickly want to dive into that because I think this is a very interesting thing, like the surrender experiment, right? You said like, we live most of our times in our head and we make decisions based on, 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 on how we are constantly thinking, but instead we should actually let our bodies guide ourselves through. Can you give us a concrete example of how you do that? Because this can be a quite theoretical concept, right? But do you perhaps have, an, have a practical tool in order to, to do that or just let yourself go with the flow, let's say, right? Yeah, great question. Um, <clears throat> so our body mind system is probably a million times more genius than we realize we humans we take our body for granted and we just go through life and 
as if it's normal that you're suddenly in this body. It's a machine so much more powerful than we understand. And I'm also just barely scratching the surface. So one, one thing that I learned um, has to do with my human design. Anybody listening, if you don't know your human design yet, figure it out. This is about how you're designed. You're great at some things. You're not so great at other things. It's all right. It's your design. A hammer is not so good at screwing screws. It's just good at hammering nails. So you need to figure out, are you a hammer? Are you a screwdriver? Mm -hmm. Um, Part of my human design is that uh, it's my decision-making mechanism. It happens in my sacral area. So Mm -hmm. when an opportunity presents itself, my body, my sacral area in the moment says, "Uh uh-huh, or "Uh uh-uh. It's a feeling inside my body. So that's how my body says whether the door that's opening the invitation, whether that's good for me or not good for me. It has nothing to do with the mind, nothing to do with thinking. In fact, I need to make sure that my mind is quiet in that moment so that I can listen to that feeling. Because if I'm thinking in that moment, there's no way I'm tuned into the feeling. Mm -hmm. In in a similar way, um, are you familiar with muscle testing? So kinesiology? Absolutely, yep. Very important, this. Um, So everything is connected, right? Uh, Between me and the laptop, there's no, not like air or nothingness. So Mm. there's a field, a web. And it's even between me and you. We are now connected through this invisible web. Um, When we speak truth, the web and our body becomes strong. When we speak falsehood, it becomes weak. So if I stick out my arm sideways and I say something that's true, you cannot push down my arm. It's true. Mm -hmm. But when I say something that's false, you can easily push it down. So in the same way, I use my body to ask what's good for me. If I go to the um, drugstore to buy my uh, vitamin B12 supplement, there are several brands. Mm -hmm. What I do is I take a pot of pills, hold it in front of my heart, tune into the present moment, and I ask my body, is this good for me? And then I do nothing. What happens is my body will either do nothing or it will lean forward that's a yes or it will lean backward that's a no so i take the five different b12 brands i hold them in front of my heart i ask and the one where my body pulls forward the most that's the one i buy because my intuitive intelligence my body mind system knows Mm -hmm. still my mind like the alexander five years ago he would just like Start laughing and say, you're nuts. <laughs> you when know? People will pass you in the supermarket. We'll be like, Keeping who is local. that guy? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Indeed, yeah, people around me, they also don't always understand. So if I would still care a lot about what other people think, I would probably not be doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, after many years of just trying things out and finding out truth and what works for me, now I find myself doing this and it just makes me smile to see, wow, you're such a different person than several years ago. And I can only fathom what it will look like again five years later or 10 years later. Yeah. Okay, great example. So muscle testing, um, 
get your human designs to figure out what your what your energy type is figure out how you can make decisions from from your energy type i think that's very very important then we go back to the to the third pillar of like being purpose driven so we talked about the surrender experiment and we talked about um just taking action going out of your comfort zone even when there is doubts just do it so what's the third pillar For me, I'm, th I'm thinking, because there's so many dimensions to this and there's so many things that I do and apply. So I'm thinking what is the most important one to highlight? For me, but it also has to do with my design, my type. Yeah. Myers-Briggs, I'm INFJ. Mm -hmm. Enneagram, I'm individualist. Numerology, I'm type four. And so um, for me, my life path is very much about finding out who I am. Yes. It's an okay. endless journey of finding out who I yeah. am. So being purpose-driven, we already mentioned it when I brought up human design. It's also very much about figuring out what are your own unique strengths. The things that are super easy for you, that you do naturally, that you love doing all the time, that's what you're here for. So being purpose-driven is about discovering what that is and then offering it to the world. Yes. For me, it is the INFJ type is also categorized as, as coach or mystic. It's very much about self-exploration and thereby I can, I can help others with that. You spoke of meaningful conversations at the Win Mastermind events. That's my gift to the world is these meaningful conversations. That's something that comes naturally for me that I love doing that I help people have massive breakthroughs with. And so I designed a system where people come together and have meaningful conversations all the time because I see that it's one of the most valuable things you can be a part of. And it's something that I am designed to create. So being purpose-driven is really about finding that ultimate sweet spot of doing what you're best at, what you love most, what costs less, least effort, and delivers most value for others. That's awesome. Thank you for capturing that into one sentence. I love that. And you also mentioned it's a journey. I think that's also very important. So that's a continuous journey. Um, but what we often do, I think, is we're trying to define our purpose right into one or two sentences and we try to get stuck to it. But living out your purpose is something else, Start, starting to act it out and really start doing it. So. I think that's also super important, just like what you said. So go out of your yeah. comfort zone, start taking decisions in alignment with yourself. So I think that's really cool. And you just mentioned a little bit about, um, about your purpose-driven network. And I would love to make the, the bridge now to what you're doing at this point in time. I think you're doing super inspiring things. Tell us a bit more about what you're doing with, uh, with Win Mastermind, but also with, with GaiaNet. Two ways to build beautiful purpose-driven networks. What is your vision behind it? Yeah. Um, I will start with Win Mastermind because that's what I started one and a half years ago after yeah. I got divorced. And GaiaNet started nine months ago when Corona hit, March 2020. Um, when, when I began Win Mastermind, I began 
yeah, my ultimate piece of art. I call it like my Mona Lisa. <laughs> the, the ultimate business network where, where we just practice abundance. You know, I'm, I'm a systems thinker. I'm an operations person. So I think in terms of, of processes and systems and value creation. With Win Mastermind, I created the business network that I wish existed when I started as an entrepreneur, but it wasn't really there. I went to many conferences, many retreats, many courses, and I met cool people. But in most places, I felt like I couldn't really be myself. I couldn't honestly speak about my fears, my challenges, stuff I'm not so good at. It feels like everywhere I had to pretend to be better than who I really am. Plus, I would meet people who were not purpose-driven. So when I invest my energy in somebody whose activities take away from the environment, take away from our planet, take away from others, then I'm wasting my energy. So I wanted to create a group with people who constantly lift me up. You know, everything in the world is energy and vibration. And the higher we vibrate, the more we see, the further we can see, the deeper we can see. So the real goal is to uplift your vibration. Having people around me that support me, encourage me, that help me when I ask for help. I think that's the most valuable thing an entrepreneur can have in their surroundings. We are a product of our environment. So think about the five people, seven people you spend most time with. And now ask yourself, do they lift me up continuously? Do they help me believe in myself? Do they give me clarity? Do they give me confidence? So I can move forward with big steps in confidence, get things done. Because if the five, seven people around you do not consistently do that, you're in the wrong circle. You're truly purpose-driven. You truly want to impact millions of lives. Start by creating a circle for yourself that enables you to do that. That's the basic premise of Win Mastermind. So I started to organize events, networking events, online, offline, tried out tons of different formats. The speed date networking was one, was a lot of fun. You know, just sit opposite to each other. Now ask the other person these three questions and you understand really who they are, how, they, how you can help them and you make the conversation relevant and applicable. Um, and in, its, in that way, I started to collect what I call diamonds. People who are ready for this, entrepreneurs who want to share, who want to be part of each other's journey, who want to help the others, and most of all, who want to continuously learn. Learn from their own challenges, but also from other people's challenges. The reality is when we all share, we all win. When we all take our knowledge, expertise, network that we built up during our life, we take it out of our invisible backpack, throw it on the table, then we have abundance on the table that we can all use and learn from and grow from. So Win Mastermind is now one and a half year later. We have 46 members right now. Each and every one of them, I have massive respect for admiration. They truly walk their own path. They create beautiful things, many different industries, many different specializations. We come together a few times per week 
mostly online, also due to COVID, it's now uh, all online, but still we managed to create those heart-to-heart -heart connections. Moments where we're just all in our own room behind our laptop, laughing out loud, or all feeling emotional, all connecting, and yeah, helping each other's businesses. Just in so many ways, you know, we send leads, we send clients, we do projects together, we share tooling, we, we give feedback on each other's websites. It's just like whatever we need in the moment. I think what you just mentioned, like these, these purpose-driven networks are so important for, for, for us as entrepreneurs, right? To, to be connected to, to people who are also not only building their own path, but also who really want to share that journey and want to learn and grow with each other. So I think, you know, massive respect for what you're, for what you're doing there. I, I think it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. And it's very valuable for, for everyone who is in that network. Um, just making the bridge. What is, what is GaiaNet? Because that's also an amazing initiative <laughs> you're building. What is it about? Yeah, it started uh, when Corona hit in March this year, 2020. Um, I realized <laughs> it's like some kind of end game is taking place now. Good versus evil, light versus dark, truth versus falsehood. And so the way the world is currently run, the current system, financial system, governments, corporations, we are raping the planet. We are raping Mother Earth. It's ridiculous. We are so arrogant to think that we can master nature. The planet will be fine. Whether humanity is fine depends a lot on what happens in the next 10 years. Will we manage to correct course? And this place in an individual level, each individual has the duty to master their ego, to master their mind, to master their thoughts. Because as long as you're stuck in there, you keep destroying, destroying relationships, destroying the planet, focus on money and short-term income instead of building something beautiful for the next seven generations to come. So when Corona hit, I suddenly, I was invited into all kinds of mastermind groups, WhatsApp groups, um, of people, new earth people. I call them team love. People have decided someday to represent love in everything they do. Never let fear guide them. And so team love is getting together now. GaiaNet is the social platform, the virtual home for everybody who truly feels on the inside that we are all family. One big global family. We are all one. We are all connected. Brothers and sisters. People who have surpassed their cultural programming and can see through these beliefs and understand, hey, that being that's deep on the inside in me, that is a witness of my life, same being is inside of you. In fact, we are the same. We're just experiencing life through a different machine, a different body. So GaiaNet is designed to be the home for the people who understand this, to get together in co-creation. Co-creation of a new earth. So we're collecting projects and individuals who are working on elements for a new type of society. A society where people live in harmony with each other, with nature, where there's enough for everyone where we apply the latest technologies, the latest science, 
combined with ancient wisdom. So that's uh, that's a journey we started in March. I got five co-founders around me to start with this. By now we are a team of 20 volunteers for eight plus hours per week. Um, we have 150 community members. We're preparing for the next wave of community members. It's not about numbers, it's about quality. <laughs> we have we have genius people on the network working on crazy things, regenerative economies, new forms of society, new forms of living together without any government, but also personal development. How do we help everyone get rid of their ego, let go of these fearful thoughts, beliefs, anxiety, etc.? How do we lift each other up? So that's GaiaNet. It doesn't even feel like something I created or we created. It feels like something that is born through us. We are here to serve. We listen to the people. We listen to the world. We see what's needed, and then we do that. So what is now emerging is something that's on the inside. It's the ultimate purpose-driven organization. So we are reinventing everything I ever learned in the past about organizations. We're doing it differently, putting the person central with full autonomy in their strength, in their place of purpose. There's no hierarchy, no pyramids, fully flat. We only have circles and everybody in that circle is fully autonomous, has their own purpose, defined set of accountabilities, and each works on their own mission, ready to create a masterpiece in their own Field, whether it is the awesomest newsletter that's ever created or the awesomest community management practices or the awesomest ERP system, top professionals who see it is time for a new system, Guyanet is the place to come to, to work with other great minds and do this, bring this out here to the world. And the Guyanet journey also brought me here to Brazil. I am now co-living here in a beautiful home in the, yeah, in the middle of nowhere, that's what it seems like. I think it's in the center of everything. We are co-living, we're co-working. And we're making the beginning here of our own uh, eco-village. And we are supporting a local project, a flagship project on the GaiaNet platform. That is to create first light city here in Brazil. A light city where all these technologies come together where we show that it works, where we have a first template, a first proof of concept for this new form of living. Wow. Alexander, this is, this is almost like heaven on earth, as, at least is how it sounds, right? <laughs> if, we, if we go there well, in the future. I'm an idealist. <laughs> I'm an idealist and I love freedom and I think people are awesome and I think heaven is already here. All we need to do is just see it. Mm -hmm. everything's yeah. a miracle but we take things for granted somehow we feel entitled to all this stuff but when we start to see what is given to us when we see the beauty of what's already here i truly believe heaven is already here if we can just see it and this new way of living it's everything's already there every solution we need someone somewhere in the world is already doing it just you don't know about it yet and so Guyanet is designed to be that connective tissue that gets you in touch with the right projects, right ideas, right workforce, right funding for these visions that want to be born. <clears throat> that, that's amazing. And I honestly think like the way that you 
organize the the organization so the way that you work together you told me last time it's a very flat organization which i think is super super interesting if we compare it to how the modern world uh looks at organizations right now it's a completely different way of thinking um it i think it's disruptive it's very interesting you are building lots of purpose-driven projects you mentioned that you're in um in a light city right now can you perhaps give an example of of how that looks like what kind of projects you 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 are building with with Kayanet. Um, yeah of course um, the the light city project is the main project that we're showcasing on the Gaianet platform but there's um, I think two dozen other projects on there already and we're setting things up to be the home for thousands of innovative projects where each project can find their tribe, their resources, their workforce, their funding through the Gaianet organization. Um, when I speak specifically about the Light City, that is an umbrella for many other projects to be manifested in the real physical world. Um, one of the projects that, is, uh, that we're going to use probably in the Light City is Seeds. Seeds, joinseeds.com is the website, is an alternative currency for a regenerative economy. So what happens in Seeds is um, when you do something that's great for the world, you can share that with the Seeds community and they can reward you with Seeds. That's a crypto coin. There's no commercial model needed. If you go to the beach and you do a cleanup, then the community will reward you. And so it's these type of systems, um, gratitude-based economies, give first principles, pay it forward principles. Um, yeah, Seeds is a very innovative project who is implementing that into a comprehensive system. So in the Light City, we will be implementing that, applying that as something to drive the internal economy. Um, but the Light City will also be the home to the most uh, innovative housing solutions. We're talking about domes, we're talking about houses built with hemp, fully regenerative, fully circular. Um, we're talking about new education systems, but also social architecture. How do we live together? How do we communicate? We have one very important rule in Guyanet. This is one of those life rules. If you like the other ones, take this one with you. We always voice our tensions. When something doesn't feel right, doesn't sit right, when we're annoyed about something or we have a question, we speak it out. In a safe space with people listening, together we figure out a solution. So there's also these type of social architecture systems that we are pioneering, trying out with the core team, and we're standardizing it, leaving blueprints behind so that everybody who follows after us can apply the same principles. But ultimately, the Light City is designed to just be the freest place you can imagine, like a 24-7 burning man, almost. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow, wow, wow. Oh man, I feel there's so much more we can talk about, but, but I would like to, to wrap up right now with one final question before, before we go. Um, and that question will be, 
how the perfect world world for you looks like. So if you imagine 30, 40 years ahead in time, you're going to leave your legacy on planet Earth. How does planet Earth look like? Okay, wrap up that in perhaps one minute, Max. <laughs> Whoa, great question. Uh, first time I get asked this question. So I'm improvising here. Um, What I see is um, freedom and autonomy on an individual level. Every human being is seen as a sovereign being. Society is designed for self-actualization in alignment with the deepest universal laws. But from the moment a baby is born, we are very careful how we program their minds. The first seven years, Mind is blank, so every impression is programming. We are very conscious about that and mm. program children so that they can live their most beautiful life, empowering beliefs, deep truths. I see sharing. Um, there will be maybe in 30, 40 years, ownership is still a thing, eventually no longer. Because when we live in a society where we all contribute, money is no more needed. There's abundance. I see GaiaNet as a social network that connects you to the person somewhere in the world that you need right now. I am looking for somebody who knows this, who can help me with this. You can just speak it in. The algorithm will understand who you need. There's a database of all the human beings, well, maybe not everyone in the world, but everyone who is part of this Guyanet reality, this 5D reality, there's mm -hmm. a database with all skills, expertise, so you can get linked to the right person for your project like this. And celebration. I see continuous celebration. We are here on this beautiful earth. I don't know if you looked at Mars, but it looks a lot more boring than this place. So <laughs> let's be grateful that we are here and, and celebrate and be together a big amount of the time. I see communication with um, outside societies from other planets, galaxies. I don't know, it feels very far away, but it feels that uh, that probably will be coming as well. Yeah, these are the main elements. Wow. Human connection, freedom, autonomy, harmony with nature, and a better planet for the next seven generations. Amazing, man. Thanks for sharing your vision, for sharing your inspirational journey. And also thanks for everything that you're doing with WIN, Masterminds, with GaiaNet, how you're building these purpose-driven networks in the world. I think it's absolutely inspiring before we go i think it's also important to mention where we can find win mastermind where we can find guyanet and how we can perhaps know more about it so please share your thoughts about that alex yeah thank you um i'll share uh, the website urls in a moment First, I will share one other life rule that has brought me a lot of progress. It's called the five-minute rule. Whenever I want to do something and I know it takes five minutes or less, I do it now. Now that my attention is focused on it. 
it's the most efficient way. Plus, I immediately make progress. I set energy in motion. So if you're listening to this right now and you heard something you want to explore further, you have the chance to do it now, then do it now. Just visit that website, have a look, and when it resonates, take a next step so that you integrate this little thing into your life. You stay connected and in the right moment, who knows, next steps are possible. Um, I'll be sharing winmastermind.org as the go-to place for any entrepreneur, business owner listening right now. Or if you're still in a job and you want to take the leap, check it out because this is your safety net. This is your group of entrepreneurs who will help you every step along the way because there's a lot to figure out. And if you are excited about contributing to the new earth, if you're mission ready, if you're professional who knows how to get things done, or if you're just an individual who wants to give energy and be part of the community, Guyanet.Earth is the place to go. That's the website. You can register for the newsletter so you stay connected. You receive updates on how you can contribute. Currently, the doors are closed, so we're working with the first wave of members inside the community to set up a solid foundation and by 21 March next year, we have our next wave of members coming in. Um, stay connected via the newsletter to see how you can contribute. We are also looking for volunteers. So if you have 16 plus hours available, maybe you don't have so much work because of COVID. Um, if you feel this, if it resonates, then get in touch, let's talk. And finally, I think I'll, I'll also share the other website with you with my efficiency tips. Okay. We didn't talk about it that much, but everything I learned about efficiency, time management, how to optimize my 24 hours, is alexanderkanencom slash GMD, getting more done, GMD. That's it. Some uh, next steps that, uh, that are now available. And if you feel resonance, I invite you to... Uh, Take a next step right now. Have a look and see what you will do. Alex, thank you so much for sharing everything that you have. I'm obviously going to follow you in the future. Everything that you will be doing, your inspiring vision, and also the action that you have on your, on your, on your end. I love that you're biased for action. So please go ahead, check him out. Alexander Kena, Win Mastermind, Guyanet. Go for it. And uh, Alex... Thank you so much for your time and your energy as well and all your wisdom that you were sharing here. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on the Dream Builders podcast. So I hope to connect soon and take care, man. Thank you very much. Thank you for the great questions. Thank you for keeping space and giving me this place to share the message. Much, much appreciated. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you all for listening and I hope to see you back soon. Cheers. <laughs>